this is the in focus podcast from the hindu hello and welcome to the in focus podcast i am your host dee sampath for quite some time now indian badminton's biggest success stories have mostly been women with the headlines dominated by the likes of pv sindhu and saina nehwal titles by the men haven't come at the highest level and have been lacking in consistency with last year's world championship silver medalist kidambi shrikant being a case in point but 20 year old lakshya sen has surprised everyone with consistent performances at the highest level over the past 6 or 9 months his run to the final of the all england open badminton championships in birmingham last week marks the first time in 21 years an indian male shuttler has made it to the finals of this prestigious event so what makes lakshya sen different from the rest and given that he is only 20 and has just now broken into the top 10 does he have the potential to stay at the top for a long time to find out more about the man of the moment we speak with rakesh rao deputy editor sports at the hindu rakesh thank you so much for joining us thank you so much uh, sampath uh, so we are back with another edition and it's it's an absolute pleasure to join you in you know in actually getting together and talking about something that is so close to my heart badminton yes yes same here same here to start with rakesh how significant really is lakshya sen's achievement at the all england open do we have here indian badminton's next big superstar or are we reading too much into this success in our own enthusiasm well uh, let's start from the beginning here uh yes uh, in terms of performance i think it is a super latest stuff uh whatever we have seen in 2022 from uh, this young man in terms of uh, what he could achieve uh, he won the he won the indian open and then you know these two performances within within a fortnight when you look at it uh yes he is showing all the right signs and uh, his performance of course has been stupendous and uh, you don't get to beat uh, the world number 1 every day so uh, you do it once you meet him twice and uh, you almost uh, you know raise uh, expectations to a to a limit that you know the entire nation starts expecting you to do it one more time against the world number 1 uh, that doesn't happen but here we are talking about his performances his potential i think first of all let's let's acknowledge that say if four months ago if somebody had to tell you that you know you'll have an indian in the final of the all england you would actually think of somebody like shrikant uh and not lakshya so lakshya has definitely made these strides and he is looking pretty solid up there uh your second question was whether uh you know uh he really has it to go all the way yes i think he has the game uh, given his age given his commitment and he's still not spoiled now i'll underline this uh, particular fact uh, a bit you know like later but um, yes he has the game the best part about him is that he has immense immense potential which is yet to be tapped um we have seen uh, the kind of game that he has shown he is he's, he's an out and out attacking player we all are aware of it his attacking skills he really hits that shutter pretty hard that is what is required you know i mean there was a time when a lot of people told him that look you attack too much uh, and you need to work on your defense but you know seriously i think his defensive skills are are actually pretty good they are i mean they are really 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 uh, you know complete 
to complement his game. It is not that uh, he lacks his defensive skills. But yes, it can be improved even more. Um, and uh, thirdly, are we reading too much into it? No, I don't think so. It is just that, you know, this guy has given you oh, all the reasons. Now, instead of just looking at the results, if you look at the way he's, he conducts himself on the court. So I think that gives me immense hope. Oh, yes, we have, we have somebody who's, who's giving the Indian badminton fans um, a lot to look forward to. And also with, you know, mentors like Prakash Padukone and his uh, coach uh, and uh, the man who has always mentored him, that is Mr. Vimal Kumar. So these two guys are, uh, you know, they belong to that generation where Indian badminton players were all considered, you know, to be good guys. Uh, they, they didn't win a lot, but I think this guy is a good guy, yes, and he's promising to win a lot more. Right. You made a reference earlier uh, to the fact that Lakshya had beaten the world number one Victor Axelsen uh, uh, just before the All England Open at the German Open. But here uh, it was uh, a one-sided loss to Axelsen in the finals of the All England. So what do you think, uh, in your view, uh, didn't work for him or, did, or went wrong for him? Is it, is it that our expectations were too high or is it that he was too tired from the semi-final against the defending champion Lee Zia and therefore was not at his best against the world champions? See, Sampath, for me, I think uh, before we start only talking about what Lakshya did, let's, let's know a little more about Victor. Now, Victor has been around uh, for at least 13 years that I know. Uh, he played the World Junior uh, Final way back in 2009-2010. And since then, he has uh, grown in stature. He's won the Olympic gold, he's been a world champion, he's world number one. Now, let's respect him a little more here because if he loses to someone, you expect him to come back with a lot of homework and that is exactly what he did and also his vast experience. I mean, he has played these big games, big opportunities and he has, you know, encashed them. Uh, as compared to that, uh, Lakshya Sain, uh, you know, when he played him a week earlier, he just played his heart out. He said, I have absolutely nothing to lose. So he went for broke. But when you add this All England thing to it and you say now the same match, same two people meeting across, uh, across you know, I mean, you know, when they are uh, vying for something as big as the All England, the pressure is enormous. And that is where I think, I think Sane just crashed. Uh, he couldn't quite deal with it and it's understandable. Um, and secondly, why I want to say this is, now this is something that, you know, when it comes to all England, the Indian psyche, I want to un underline this fact, that traditionally, Indians have been, you know, quite in awe of events like Wimbledon and all England. It's not that these are the biggest. No, they are not the biggest. Wimbledon, if you look at it, uh, we all love, you know, tradition and stuff. But if you look at a badminton, uh, you know, if you if you look at the circuit, U.S. Open, in terms of what they offer, is more than that of Wimbledon. That's one. If you look at All England, it, it doesn't quite come into the top five events of the world. There are other Opens which are much bigger. You mean like the Indonesia Open or the China Open? I mean, are they bigger than? Indonesian Open, Korean Open, these, these all are much bigger. They are bigger start events than. Bigger in what sense exactly? Do they offer more points or more prize money or what? More money, more points, 
and uh, i mean i mean what is required for those events uh, in terms of logistics and everything else is is one notch higher if not two so so but we we being indians and we look at things like oh my god we had one indian you know reaching the final of the all england you know in the 1940s and then came 1980 when we had prakash winning it then 2001 gopi winning it we haven't forgotten these in between whatever has happened we don't remember it like the way we remember the all england just to give you an example prakash was the world cup champion in 1981 he won the inaugural world cup by beating the great han jian 15-0 in the first game of the world cup final can you imagine 15-0 during those days when you had to win points only on serve now that is such a huge achievement but people will always remember prakash as someone who won the all england gopi chand for all his worth we'll always remember him for winning the 2001 all england so that's the way the indian psyche is so when somebody like lakshasen who is who is who is grown in this kind of an environment where all england means everything when he plays the final there you do expect him to come under added pressure i mean he he couldn't quite deal with it but then he's just 20 let's just give it to him and also uh, a word about victor again because if you remember last year when lakshasen was uh, was kicked out of the thomas cup because he was not part of the team though he was among the top indians just because he lost a match in the trials he was kicked out and he lost to a player uh, you know if i say his name people won't even connect it if if i say that he lost to a player by the name of sai charan koya nobody knows uh, who this boy is but lakshasen lost to him i mean he just had to be you know like i mean he wasn't taken in the team why is that considered uh, is, is that considered unfair yeah we we we've, we've seen quite a few stories about his loss uh, and and being kicked out of the thomas cup team but is it really unfair a trial is a trial it's a process everybody has to abide by so why is it considered that yeah that is what we're saying you know trials normally in in a lot of other games where you have trials means a group of people playing certain number of games or if it's a wrestler you get a certain number of you know, like um, bouts there not necessarily on you know like knockout thing you have it like in table tennis you also have it where you have a group of four in say you have uh, you have to pick say five people in a team you have 16 people to choose from so you make groups of four each four groups of four each they play a league so even if you lose from the league you still have a chance to be among the top 2 then it becomes a league come you know like knockout but this format was such and we are talking about it because lakshasen could not progress but what happened next was it is like you know as i say failure is the first step to success this guy actually proves it why because victor axelsen gave him a call said that look i am shifting from denmark to dubai would you like to come and train because he picked a few people including the former i mean the current world champion now he got all these youngsters together started training with them and i think this was a turning point in lakshasen's career and it had to be victor axelson of all the people yeah that's interesting because a lot of people have, have written about this this training session with axelson having uh, you know changed his game or taken it to a next level what does axelson do in these training sessions yeah probably see we don't we don't we don't have the exact breakdown of what he did what is the breakup of all that 
But I think what I can clearly understand from, you know, having followed Victor for so many years, the kind of person that he is, and when you sit across with him, the kind of sharing, uh, you know, which you get to be part of, uh, that is, uh, he's number one, he doesn't hide anything. I mean, if he, he has something, he shares it. Knowledge, whether it's a game, technique, uh, how can you counter a certain shot, what needs to be done. He, he, he's not scared of, you know, competition. This is, this is an enormous quality. And for somebody to, you know, initiate it and ask the youngsters to join, where the youngsters stand to gain a lot more. And this happened before the world championship. And, and the result was that Victor Axelson exited pretty early and, uh, Laksha went on to reach the semifinals. So what I'm trying to say is that look at the confidence Laksha must have got and Victor, Victor Axelson must have felt Obviously, I mean, he must have felt very sad about it. But the fact is, that was probably, for me, the turning point in the career of Lakshya Sen. From being out of the national team for Thomas Cup to playing the World Championship semi-finals. And then he carries that confidence into the new year, comes and wins the Indian Open, continues to play reasonably well, and then the two finals back-to-back, German and the All England. I mean, fantastic show. He breaks into the top 10 of the world, as you already, you know, like referred to that. That's what I'm trying to say. Look at the, look at the shift in his thinking. And that I, I give a lot of credit to Victor Axis. Right. I also find it interesting, Rakesh. Uh, I mean, you just uh, pointed out this, this back-to-back finals and how it started. Uh, you know, this entire trajectory began with this training session at Axis. But I also find it interesting that, you know, if you look at the last two decades, Almost every success story of Indian badminton has come uh, from the Gopichand Academy, you know, which is sort of everybody thinks now it's like a talent factory of sorts. But Laksha is from the Prakash uh, Padukone Academy, not from the Gopichand stable. So, as someone who is a student of the game and you've been following it for so long, I'm curious to know what you think if there are any marked differences in playing style or in approach in the players you've seen from the two different uh, schools and training methods. But what are your thoughts on this aspect? In the context of Sen's uh, success? See, first of all, um, you know, we had the Prakash Kadukone Academy for much longer. Uh, Gopi started, uh, say, around 2005, 2006. But his approach was quite different. His approach was that, I mean, because he, he realized that the game had changed uh, when he was playing. I mean, from the days when he started to when he actually ended. The focus was on fitness. That means that was somewhere... I mean, there was one area where Indians lacked. So if you see Gopi Chen's school of uh, training or, uh, you know, his, uh, his idea of producing a player, it was the first and the foremost thing was that your body has to be ready to take the rigors of uh, modern play. That means you got to have endurance, you got to have strength, and you got to execute your, execute your strokes. But more than anything else, we can work on your skill sets later. But you have to have strength in your legs. Now, previously, the Indians, what they used to do, they were told that, look, you are very skillful and uh, you need to be good. So it was instead of, uh, you know, do, doing strength training, our, in our players used to do only endurance. But endurance doesn't necessarily mean that you will have a lot of staying power when you're playing a match. Just because you run a few kilometers every day or every week doesn't give you the staying power for you. For you to be good enough during a long marathon game and to recover quickly for the next day's match, you need to have strength training. 
So that was one concept where I think Prakash brought in, which was not available, with, I mean, which Gopi got uh, in his academy, which was not available with Prakash. So Prakash Padukone uh, produced players where it was more skill-oriented. People were far more skillful. They could do a lot more on the court, but they couldn't last too much. I mean, that's one of the reasons that internationally, uh, you see that Prakash Padukone's trainees, they never lasted. There was Arvind and there was Anup, say, Anup and there were so many other guys, but they couldn't quite stay up there. So this guy showed, Gopi was the one who, you know, who sowed the seeds of good international quality training in India. So that was the main difference. But over the years, what has happened is the world knows what Gopi is focuses on. So his skill sets or whatever he's trying to impart to his trainees, uh, that is now well known. And you need to be doing something different. You need to get more ideas of what is happening today instead of going back to the 2005s and 2006 and sticking to the same formula for more than a decade and a half. That is somehow not giving you results. That's one of the reasons you find that the quality of uh, players from the uh, from the Gopichand Academy, they're no longer the same because the newer generation is getting sorted. They get sorted out by the opposition in no time. So... On the other hand, if you look at what uh, is happening to Lakshay, you don't see this with any of the other trainees. That probably is a reason why, uh, I mean, I mean, the main reason behind this is that Lakshay Sen also has a new coach. He has a team which works with him. Of course, Prakash Padukone can't give a team to each of his trainees. But uh, looking at the progress made by Lakshay, the OGQ supports him like crazy. And uh, he gets everything that he wants. And I think one of the things that has happened with Lakshay after his, I mean, uh, since uh, he's been training with uh, Prakash, uh, that is the kind of physical training that he has done. I remember Declan was his trainer. He has worked a lot on his fitness. He knows Lakshay inside out. Although he, at, at this point in time, Declan is no longer with him because, uh, you know, OJQ got a new set of trainers. And uh, that doesn't include uh, the good old guy there. Good old guy means that Declan is still young, but not from the old team. So you'll find Lakshay, uh, I think he he has to now uh, get used to this new team of his. And they have worked a lot on a lot of aspects. So that's the reason why you are saying that here is only one Lakshay. See, sadly, we always uh, have, you know, if you look back or something, and even now, we only talk about one player at a time. And now we are not talking about Srikant, we are not talking about Pranoy, we are not talking about Sai Pranit, because they are not giving you the results for a bit now. But suddenly, of course, one odd performance in the World Championship, I'm not, I don't want to take it away from Srikant. But overall, it's, it's been that, you know, if we look ahead, we are only looking at one boy. And that's like you say. Right. Now, coming, uh, you, I mean, you gave a very detailed uh, sort of overview of the kinds of training approaches uh, between Prakash Padukone and Gopitan Academy. But coming back to uh, Lakshya Sen, I mean, if I've been looking at some of his matches, and most one of the most sort of watchable, entertaining ones was the semi-finals in the All England versus uh, Lee Zia, who is seen as a potential world number one, very talented, explosive player. And we saw that uh, yeah, with Sen was playing him quite strategically. I mean, he wasn't really attacking so much right from the word go. He was changing his approach from set to set, conserving his energy, and then really went for broke 
much greater intensity in the final set. So, is this uh, this way of playing strategically? Is this one aspect where Indian male shuttlers have traditionally sort of faltered? Because we've seen Srikanth, and, and I haven't really really noticed if if, if he sort of taking the similar kind of you know measured approach uh, in in a tournament where you need five wins consecutively. Uh, Sampath, uh, whatever that I have seen uh, over the years, you know, on court thinking, that side of it, Indians have always been sharper. Uh, you know, if you look at Prakash, the way he, he, you know, he took care of the challenges uh, when he faced the, you know, the, the re-entry of the, the Chinese. The Chinese played a different brand of badminton during the early 90s, I mean, early 80s and so on. Prakash could deal with that. That means he had no such exposure. He could not uh, get the, you know, the videotapes of these players, but he still thought on his feet and he took care of them. Gopi did the same thing because during those days, the Indian players would get two, three overseas trips and suddenly he faced some of the best names and then he went on to prove himself, you know, in the 2001 All England. So all these things, I mean, where have been these, you know, uh, instances where you have these examples of these great players doing a lot of thinking uh, during the match or preparing for whatever they saw during the week of their opponent. So that way we have been pretty decent. I'm not saying that uh, they are they're excellent, but yes, this is something that I've seen in the past. Coming to Lakshasen, looking after this, you know, this uh, I mean, this explosive guy, this Lazia. I think I think he has the game. Uh, to deal with such aggression because he himself is such an aggressive player he he could he could still slow down the opponent he could actually use his defensive skills a lot more because that's one one match if you see it was it was the defensive ability of uh, of you know like Lakshasen that actually uh, held the key if he had allowed him to hit without retrieving the shuttle the, the match would have ended 2-0 straight away but I give a lot of credit to Lakshasen for relying on his, you know, on his defensive skills. So that was, you know, like that kind of thinking uh, was right. And he could actually, you know, execute it. For me, for any guy who, who suddenly shifts from, you know, from offense to defense, uh, uh, you need to, you need to believe that, yes, I can play this game for long. And uh, that is where I think it actually, you know, uh, it made the difference. In my view, uh, Indians have always done well. If uh, if you if you were to ask them about how would you deal with this opponent if you are thrown in front of him and you suddenly discover over the first ten points this is the way he's playing on that day, what would you do? So Indians do take time, but their reading of the opponent's game is more or less as good as anybody else. Right. Uh, one final question, Rakesh, before we uh, wind up. So going forward, we have a lot of exciting players, not just from India, from other countries as well. That is, we spoke of uh, Lizia, and then this young Thai called Kunlavut Witted San, if you get that pronunciation right, who beat him in the finals of the German Open, and they have been, I think, rivals for a while now. So, what aspect of his game uh, do you think Sen needs to really work on in order to be able to beat the likes of uh, Lizia and Witted uh, San, and of course, Axelsen is always there, looming in front. Uh, to be able to compete with them at the highest level consistently. Yes, of course. I I think, see, uh, if you look at his stamina, uh, he's really worked on it. If you see the last one year, uh, we can we can see that there's a lot of work that has gone into 
building him as a player and his stamina and his you know like his entire endurance secondly now i see a lot of strength in strokes there was a time when he would execute these strokes but the shuttle would come back because it didn't carry much strength or the sharpness that aspect of the game he has worked on and that still can be worked upon but i think one area where he would like to work and that what at least i would like to see is his footwork his lateral movement on the court that is where i think you know a lot of players uh, from from say you know thailand singapore indonesia that region they are very very good at it when it comes to the alacrity on the court so he has to be quicker his anticipation will definitely get better as he begins to move swiftly on the court i think his footwork is one area where where i think i would like to see a little more work there and uh, his stroke making is fine his stroke selection is good he's working on his uh, stamina endurance that is his uh, you know his staying power on the court so uh, i mean his team of trainers they are doing a fantastic job trust me and uh, declan deserves a lot of credit for you know for having laid the foundation uh, for his training more than anything else there one area that we really have to think about it is that listen he is an indian he's 20 years old uh he is he's very innocent as of today he speaks from his heart uh, there will be a lot more media attention as we go deeper into the year 2022 everybody will start expecting a lot from him a lot of demand for his time uh he will have to handle all this his team will have to handle all this for me one side of his game is obviously what he does on the court and how he prepares for it the other side is the pressure of expectation the rising burden of expectation from the people of the kind of country that we have we don't have champions we are starved of champions and here is a good looking soft spoken boy much like prakash in the 70s and the 80s is is almost like that you know so there'll be a lot of attention on him the social media people will be after i mean he will be he'll be the talking point or every time he steps on the court so this expectations are going to be pretty wild from now on so we have to also look at this area and also the media being a media person i will, i you know i mean i know and you know this that we are the ones who who build and break in no time so so he has i mean you know we also have to you know hold our horses and uh, let's be fair to him uh, instead of expecting him to win every single time and go deep into every single tournament that's not going to happen because his game will be sorted out by a lot of people a lot of people are analyzing his game the i mean all over the world people are looking at him so he will have additional challenges so not just his skill sets but there are other areas of the game within the periphery of it he needs to really work hard and and i wish his team looks after him well and we as indians as badminton lovers i think we also have a small role to play there right i think you've given a, a like a nice outline of what he needs to look out for i mean i take away three points from what you've said of course uh, his strength on his strokes uh, needs to improve and his lateral movement and footwork is one thing and thirdly of course probably the most important the ability to deal with uh, the burden of expectations and the pressure from a you know a country starved of sporting icons yeah stardom stardom is something that we indians don't know how to handle we have lost a lot of talent because a lot of youngsters couldn't deal with the kind of talent they were blessed with like vinod kamli we know for one and there are so many i mean we could go endlessly on that on that track but i think yes this boy has it in him and uh, yes as you said 
he's been working on the game but there are these other areas which are no less important i think that just about i think wraps up what all that we wanted to cover in this particular edition of in focus thank you so much rakesh pleasure talking to you thank you sampath for having me on the show in focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues in the meantime you can find our podcast on spotify apple podcasts stitcher and other platforms just search for in focus by the hindu we'll see you soon